Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. And joining us this afternoon, we have our radar tech self-driving car expert, Dr. Matt Markle, who happens to also be the author of Radar for Fully Autonomous Driving and the CEO of Spartan Radar. And this is just a super cool guest to have on our show today because a lot of you guys, you know, you might be thinking that the self-driving cars are still a world of the Jetsons, that it's still something of the future. And we got to say it is right here in the present. It is happening right now. We've talked a lot about how companies are using it, how the new technologies are being implemented in our day-to-day cars. So what are some of the uh, the myths and some of the uh, facts when it comes to self-driving vehicles? Dr. Matt Markle, thanks so much for joining us and, and for the time today. Hi, Kristen. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So l- let's let's talk about the self-driving technology. It's becoming more and more common. This is just what are the what's the evolution and where are we going with this in the future? So that's a great question. Where we're ultimately going is we've begun to get to the point where vehicles can take that burden of driving off of us for some portion of the drive, whether it's the entirety of the drive or at least some portion of it. And when you think about that, that offers two primary benefits. One is it gives us our time back, right? How much time do we spend? commuting? How much time do we spend in the car having to drive instead of doing things that we really want to do, whether it's engaging in a deep conversation that takes a lot of your conversation or checking your emails or or discussing things on the phone that really uh, require the concentration that you uh, can't really give because you have to be operating this vehicle. But the other thing it provides, and this is extremely important as well, is it provides an aspect of safety. And when we think about it, what we don't hear a lot on the news are about traffic accidents, right? We, When there's a self-driving car accident, we hear about that. And of course, when there's an airplane accident, we hear about that a lot because those are very rare and those become newsworthy. But unfortunately, what happens, Kristen, is that in the United States of America, we lose about 43,000 people every year due to traffic accidents. And most of those accidents are human error. So there's a big safety aspect of this as well. And by the way, that 43,000 just to put that in perspective, that's basically the same number that we lose due to breast cancer. The, the issue, though, of course, with self-driving cars is it's kind of twofold. One, there are people that like to have the control. They like to be able to drive their own cars, and they basically trust themselves. That's the, that's the first thing. And then the second one is there's still a lot uh, that, a lot that we don't know a lot that the consumers don't know about self-driving cars. 
That, that's true. And I think that when you think about how this is going to roll out ultimately to the public, there's two top level models that this will be. One is what we call the robo taxis. And that's what one of my former companies, Waymo, is doing. Cruise, you've heard about them in the, in the news in a little bit of a negative light recently. But that's the one where it's, it's sort of like an Uber, right, where you hail the, the car on an app on your phone. It comes, picks you up. You sit in the in the back seat, and then it takes you where you want to go. And that's very useful for some applications. And uh, if there's traffic, if you don't want to park, if you maybe have a cocktail or two, you know, that's a really useful capability there. It's basically the, the, the robo-taxi one. But you're right, David, that the idea of like wanting to be able to drive your car some is important too. And when we think about it, really to make the big penetration into the public and really get a, take a bite out of those 43,000 uh, lives lost every year, this has to be not just in the robo taxis, but this has to be in vehicles that we'll ultimately own because we might need to drive it for a while. And there's there's rural areas. I, I live in Allen and just a, you know, a little bit north of that is a, it's a place called Melissa. And it's like really, really small. And uh, and to, to get a robo taxi up there is probably going to be quite a ways away. So we'll need to be able to drive on those areas, especially in, in rural areas as well. The other thing is like it's not just not practical to have a robo taxi pick you up everywhere. I uh, so there's a grocery store about a mile from my house, and I like ice cream. And as we all know, it gets very hot in Dallas in the summer. And if I go to the grocery store to pick up ice cream, and I'm waiting for a a uh, ride hailing app uh, to pick me up, whether it's a uh, whether it's an Uber or a driverless something, and I'm standing outside, my ice cream's going to melt, and no one wants that. So there's just not every application is suitable for the robo taxis. I think, um, you know, we've seen the parallel parking example that you you brought up, uh, the cars doing the parallel parking. Mm -hmm. I saw last year for the first time, a girlfriend of mine has a Tesla and she called her car up to the curb and it scared the bejesus out of me. (laughs) I see this car driving by itself, you know, and I'm like, how does it know? How does it know? What is the research gathering process like? Because when we talk about someone wanting the control because of human instinct, for example, something popping out in the road and being able to break on time and trusting that trusting your instinct versus trusting sensors or radar. What is that development like right now? How strong is it? How far are we from uh, or how close are we from human instinct to uh, calculated instinct? Right. So the, when we think about the, the self-driving, we often think of an architecture that's composed of sensing. And that's the things like, where am I and what's around me? Then we think about things like decision making, like what should I do? What are they going to do? How should I get to where I'm trying to go? And then there's the actual driving part, which is the actuation of uh, accelerators and brakes and um, and steering wheels and horns and lights and windshield wipers and all those sorts of things. So the, but I think what your question is, is like on the sensing side, which is where a lot of really cool technology development is going on right now. The, my company, Spartan Radar, is making some really exciting software to make basically radars better there. There are a lot of other folks working in this, in this area as well to make the sensing part better. But those sensors actually work at incredible speeds. You know, we will, we will operate uh, and provide data often at, you know, quicker than a tenth of a second. Whereas we think of like the ability for a human to see and start to react as maybe like 500 to 700 milliseconds, you know, basically, you know, 5x to 7x times that. So on the sensing side, you know, that's typically something that we can do actually faster than a human. The 
the issue sometimes get into on the decision making part is like, are we making the right decisions? And I think you've seen in some of the some of the robo taxi uh, situations recently, they don't make unsafe decisions, but sometimes they make they, they're unable to make a decision and they get stuck. And that's the that's what causes a lot of problems in traffic. We've seen that a lot in in uh, Northern California and San Francisco, where a car is not going to take an unsafe action, but it's can't figure out what to do. And it just won't take any action and ends up getting stuck. Let's talk about the fact that in the in the future, when these are more common, I kind of wonder, is this similar to what pilots do on long flights? Most of the flights done by autopilot, they're responsible for takeoff and landing. Is that something that we're going to see in the future that if we're on a long car trip, that the autopilots, the self-driving part of the car will take over for most of the freeway driving and we'll just have to get it started and get it parked? Absolutely. And I think actually that's the the most likely way we'll see the autonomous capability. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply really roll out to people is to give them the capabilities to do this on the freeways. Freeways are actually easier to drive in. And why are they easier? Because they have to be, because people are going fast and people get distracted and so forth. So you need, you know, well, well-marked lanes, uh, long, long opportunities to make turns, the limited ingress and egress. Those are, so I think you'll see this roll out on the freeways first, and then started getting into some of the connectors and, and other things. And we'll have to see, Ultimately, when we get to the, you know, get to that point for the passenger car autonomy, you know, which is what we're talking about, a car that we'll own and we'll, we'll buy and, and, and we'll drive part of the time and they'll drive part of the time or the car will drive part of the time. How much into the real dense urban, you know, or rural situations the self-driving actually takes us? In my opinion, 
it might never get there for everything. We might still need to drive sometimes, you know, especially if it's a, it's a brand new area or the um, or the or it's uncharted. You're driving on if you have a large property, you're just driving around that, right? The 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 need for to be self-driving there is not really there, and the and the cost to put that in, cost to put that capability in there is probably going to be prohibitive for many people. So we need to make sure that the technology is affordable. And by making it affordable, then we can get it to the to the most people uh, uh, out there, so that they can so they can be safe and get the get the benefit of their time back. And to do that, we're probably going to draw the line somewhere at some type of road and say like, okay, below this you take over, and above this we'll take over. But the majority of the of the miles driven are on freeways anyway, and the majority of the time driven is on freeways. So I think that'd be a good start and be a good product for people today. We talk about some of the advancement hurdles that still need to be made as this is still, you know, an evolving technology. We talk about some of the hurdles of just, you know, people trusting this technology. Um, Some of the hurdles might be the cost, as you mentioned, uh, you know, putting these into vehicles. Are there any legal hurdles right now that are preventing the evolution of this technology? So, yes, in the United States, it's each state is different. Each state has their own regulatory authorities and regulations. That's why you see, you don't see self-driving capability or fully autonomous capability from at least the robo-taxi side uh, across all the states, because some are more favorable for that. Some are, some are less favorable. Arizona was very favorable for that. That's why a lot of the early testing was there. Texas is pretty supportive of that. So that's why you see things going on in, in Texas as well. California's been supportive then they're you know but they're always a little bit of like are they you know is the political climate going to change and is that going to is that support still going to be there there was a there's an interesting law that was on the books recently or that was up, up for debate recently in california about kind of preventing it and and slowing the growth of that so but it's very this is very much state by state and i think as we as we continue to push the technology and continue to push not only the safety, but the the operational design domains, the type of areas where we can operate, you're going to see more and more states adopt that. Where they see it's like, okay, this is applicable to our state now. Let's let's embrace this technology. A lot of this also depends on the public's trust in mm-hmm. self-driving cars. What kind of wow factor do you need? Because people, if they see a wow factor, that's going to in- instinctively build up a trust that they're going to want to be a part of this. What what needs to be done to to change that? Because the numbers do seem to be dropping. The, uh, sorry, which numbers? The, the numbers of, of people that say that they trust the possibility of self-driving cars. I think that the, that trust, by the way, or that lack of trust or that wariness, that's, that's natural. You know, humans have a, a very much part of a, have a very strong tribe mentality, and that tribe mentality and the uh, the trust of things that are familiar and the kind of the intrinsic distrust of things that aren't familiar. That's what's kept us safe for you know for a long, long time, and that applies to technology as well. The you see people that are like you know remember John Madden, the football coach, was like you know deathly afraid of flying, and he had his big bus that took him everywhere. So I think the, of Alexa. So many people were anti having Alexa in their house. And now, you know, you got a fully smart home, you know. <laughs> right. Automobiles in the early days were not universally accepted. Remember that? Well, I don't I don't remember. I heard of stories. This was like long before my time. But like they get <laughs> a horse, you know, yeah. way back when. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long, long before my time. Not all that. But, uh, <laughs> but I think what happens is when you think about that, and those, those are good things to think about, but the millions of miles 
that have been driven already. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's a big so we talk about a wow factor. There's nothing that's going to be really flashy. I don't think that's going to like, oh, look, and now it's safe. It's the accumulation of millions and millions of miles on on for real roads. And then most of the major players in this space are doing billions of miles, billions with a B miles in simulation as well to really be able to test cases and, and change the position of something just ever so slightly and try a case where the guy's moving just a little bit faster, or a little bit slower and evaluate their system and, and push it to the point where, where the, we expose these, um, these breakpoints. I think it's also uh, important when we think about the, the distrust of the technology is to, com- is to look at like, what is the alternative we're comparing to? Okay, we don't really get a choice to compare it to a situation where there's no accidents on the road. Right. We have to compare it to the way humans drive today. We've already discussed that those that we lose, you know, the same number of lives on the road as we do due to breast cancer. So when you compare it to that, you think of the alternative, then I think you're going to start seeing more and more people when it's available to them, choose to adopt that technology as more and more people choose to adopt it. We people see more and more in their tribe that are doing that. And then it becomes like once they once they take their first ride. And I'll tell you, I've ridden in, you know, ridden numerous times in self-driving cars. If there was one word I could use to describe it, it would be boring. Because it, it's not what you think I was going to say, but it no. really is. Because what are you Does doing? Does it feel like the- a Disney ride? Like you're in the, you know, scene and just takes you. <laughs> well, so yeah, you're in a, I mean, in a, think about it in your back of an Uber, right? What's yeah. it like in the being in the back of an Uber, but, but you don't get to talk to the driver. You know, it's like you're getting, the car's driving you around and it gets you where you want to go and then you get out. It's not like a Disney ride where like, you know, like, oh, and you might go, you know, it might turn into a roller coaster, you know, so you go down a big, <laughs> a big scary, you know, hill or something. Even like that. that has more thrills. Yeah. <laughs> now that's more thrills, but that's not, sure. the, you know, that, you know, that's, that's not my, my thing. I don't really like roller coasters, <laughs> but the, but it's, but that's not the way it is. It's very boring. You know, just like, what do you want out of a good airplane ride? You want it to be boring. Yeah. So, yes, and, I think you, and my experiences on the, on the rides that I've taken is it's boring, which is what you want. And as more people realize like, okay, this is not anything to be afraid of and not anything to be, that's going to be, oh, it's a lot different than sitting in the back of an Uber that they'll, that they'll, you'll see increased adoption. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. Kind of like the Johnny Cab in the movie Tony Total Recall. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> except he talked to you, right? He turned around and talked to you. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Matt Markle. Uh, we are just really appreciate your time and and your insight on this, and just really enjoyed the conversation today. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, David, so much. This has been a pleasure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance Agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.